Hi, I'm Dora from Dora Nicolau and my drink of choice is a chai. I'm Gemma from Contently Driven and my drink of choice is red wine. And I'm Michaela from Inspired Office and my drink of choice is a sparkling white wine. Work-life wine time supports the responsible consumption of alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Hello again, beautiful people. Makala with you today for episode three of our Productivity 101 mini-series. And today I'm going to be talking about sharpening your focus. Now, if you listened to my last Productivity 101 episode, when I talked about procrastination versus distraction, then you already know the impact that distraction has on your focus. If you missed that episode, then I highly recommend you go back and listen but I will recap for you briefly. So first of all, the number one cause of distraction in our modern world is, no big surprise here, our digital devices. And those shiny little distraction devices that we carry around with us in our pockets all day and just cannot bear the thought of living our life without are the worst culprits. Studies show that when we're focusing on a task and are interrupted, it takes our brains an average of 23 minutes to return to the same level of focus we had before the interruption. So if we apply that practically, say you receive 20 alerts each day from your phone, you're potentially looking at around seven and a half hours of distracted, unfocused work time per day. And if you work an eight hour day, that can result in a huge lack of high quality focused work. Now, I just want to back up a second and ask the question, what is focus? According to Google, focus is the act of concentrating your interest or activity on a thing. However, my preferred explanation comes from habit guru, James Clear, who says, focus can only occur when we have said yes to one option and no to all other options. He also says that focus is the key to productivity because saying no to every other option unlocks your ability to accomplish the one thing that is left. So now I'm gonna ask you a question and I want you to think about it honestly. Are you one of those people who have, or regularly do, use the excuse, I don't have enough time? And believe you me, there is no judgment here because I've been just as guilty as the next person. It's almost like it's become a habit. This thing isn't something we're particularly excited or passionate about doing. So we're just gonna claim a lack of time as our excuse. And before we know it, the words, I've got too much work to do. I'm too busy running around and looking after the kids or the dog or the house. And I just don't have enough time are tumbling out of our mouths. It's a widely acceptable excuse and until now, a fairly reliable one. But here's the truth. Despite what you might tell yourself, You own your time and have 100% free will to do with it whatever the hell you want. Do you have to go to work? 
No, but you choose to. So you have the money you need to support the lifestyle you want. Do you have to take the kids to sports practice? No again, but you choose to. So they learn the value of commitment, exercise and teamwork. Do you have to cook a healthy dinner for your family every night? Another no, but again, you may choose to, to save money on takeout or to ensure your family is well fed with nutritious meals. The bottom line, we all have free will to make our own choices and we always spend our time the way we want to spend it. So it's important to get really clear on what it is we really want to create in our business and our lives. How do I know this? Well, earlier this year, I was diagnosed with a pain condition, which funnily enough, or not funnily enough, is triggered by stress. So following my diagnosis, I went from working an average of 40 hours a week with endless tasks and to-dos and very little downtime or white space in my calendar. I, I mean, I'm talking, I was often booked up for weeks in advance. And I went from that to working just 20 hours a week with lots of space for rest, creativity, and taking on new and exciting projects that I really wanted to do. So I went from being tired, endlessly busy, and tangled up in overwhelm to calm, relaxed, and quietly confident about the uncertainty of my future. So what changed? My thoughts and beliefs about my time, and most importantly, what was important. And just to clarify, beliefs are just thoughts that we think again and again and again. So they're like a thought habit that we have. So now I'm going to ask you another question. What if you were to develop a chronic health condition and could only work four hours a day or even less? What would that mean for you and your business? Could you cope? Would your business fall apart? And most importantly, what would you choose to focus on? And that right there is the magic question. What would you choose to focus on? What activities and tasks would you have to complete to keep your business moving forward in the way you want it to? What tasks could you stop completely? And what tasks could you hand off to someone else? It's really important that you ask yourself these questions in order to help you remove the noise from your workday and uncover what it, and uncover what it is that is truly important to the work you do and the results that you're trying to achieve. So this actually brings us to another important point. Do you have clearly defined goals for your business? If you don't have specific and measurable goals in place, then how are you going to know if you're moving in the right direction? How are you going to know what results you're trying to create? And most importantly, how are you going to know what activities you need to focus your time and attention on? 
Now, when we're talking about goals, it's also important to talk about and exercise constraint. You cannot do everything all at once. Multitasking is one of the greatest myths of our modern age. Your attention is either focused on one thing or it isn't. There is no other option. If you're trying to focus on several things at once, then you're actually in the realm of distraction, not focus. So I spoke in the last episode and also earlier about how when we're focusing on a task and we're interrupted, it takes our brains an average of 23 minutes to return to the same level of focus we had before the interruption. So if you're constantly switching back and forth between tasks, you're not giving your brain a chance to focus and produce the high quality work that you're capable of. You might get two things done in the time it normally takes you to complete one thing, but your results are going to be crap. You're much better off choosing one thing at a time and completing that well before moving on to the next. And that applies to projects as well as tasks. If you focus on one goal or project at a time, you are much more likely to achieve the results you want. Pick one thing, focus on it, bring it to completion, and then move on to the next. Let all of your other maybes, shouldas, and couldas go. Now, the last thing I wanted to talk about in this episode is the idea of sharpening your axe. This idea apparently comes from the 16th president of the United States, Abraham Lincoln, who said, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I will spend the first four sharpening the axe. Now, while we may attribute it to Abe Lincoln, the idea of sharpening your axe was made popular by Dr. Stephen Covey who you might have heard of before if you're a getting things done geek like myself. He's the guy who wrote the very famous book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. In Covey's definition, sharpening the axe means increasing your personal productivity by, and this is the really important part, daily self-care and self-maintenance. Now, it's important to note that he isn't talking about taking a break or a holiday. He doesn't mean that if your productivity is declining as a result of overworking yourself, that you need to take a break. That isn't about sharpening the axe. That's putting the axe down and taking a rest. And the thing to remember is if you put your axe, if you put down a dull axe and simply go away to rest, when you come back and pick the axe up again, the blade will still be dull. Yes, you do need downtime to rest. That is a given. But if you want to become better and more efficient and productive at cutting down a forest of trees, for example, you need to take the time to sharpen your axe blade, learn the newest and best techniques, exercise to build your strength, and learn from those around you who are already doing an amazing job of it. Now, if woodcutting doesn't do it for you, then what I'm really trying to say is this. Personal growth and professional development 
is important. I always say that running your own business is like a crash course in personal development. You learn so much about yourself, your fears, your anxieties, and your dodgy beliefs. They all come to the surface and you really come to appreciate the importance of learning to overcome these personal stumbling blocks if you want to build a thriving business. So to become a more focused businesswoman, I recommend spending just 10 minutes each day on personal growth and professional development that is directly relevant to the result or goal that you're trying to achieve. So the result or goal that you're focusing on in that period of time. So this could look like listening to a podcast or reading a chapter of a book or watching a YouTube video. I actually make it part of my morning routine. I get up and I listen to a business podcast episode while walking my dog. I then shower and spend 10 minutes reading a chapter of a personal development book while I'm having my first cup of coffee. So that's how I fit this into my daily routine. And, you know, the podcast episode, it's normally a 20 to 30 minute walk with my dog. So that's the length of episode I listen to. And it's literally just 10 minutes reading one chapter of a personal development book. I also journal and meditate to help manage my mind and stress levels. But obviously I'm an overachiever and you don't need to do it all. Just 10 minutes a day would be amazing. Well, my friends, that brings us to the end of another Productivity 101 episode. There are two key things I want you to take away from this episode. The first is the importance of focusing on just one thing at a time and ensuring that it's an important thing, something that's crucial to moving your business forward in the direction you want it to go. Don't get caught up in the reeds of being busy with inconsequential tasks. Focus your time and attention on actions that are going to move the needle in your business. The second thing is to remember to take some time to sharpen your axe by developing yourself and gaining the skills and knowledge you need to most effectively reach your goals. In the next episode, I'm going to give you a few tips on how to start drawing this all together. So putting the rubber to the road and getting shit done. Until next time, take care and stay well. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more, then check out our website, www.workwifewinetime.com.au. While you're there, jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests. Until next time, take care and drink responsibly.